From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Afternoon Edition. Right now on the Afternoon Edition, students walk out for a second time at a Santa Rosa high school in the wake of a deadly stabbing inside a classroom. Good afternoon. I'm Elizabeth Cook. And I'm Ryan Yamamoto. Hundreds of students are staging the protest at Montgomery High School right now. The students say they are faced with unsafe conditions on their campuses and not enough action by administrators. Last Wednesday, stabbing by a student left 16-year-old Jaden Pienta dead. Justin Andrews joins us now live from outside Montgomery High School. And Justin, you've been speaking with students all morning long. What have they told you? Well, Liz, I want to show you what's happening right now as we're on the air. You see that walkout happening here. There are hundreds of students here, including parents and even uh, some community members here, gathered around the flagpole. This is that walkout. They are demanding uh, better safety protocols in the school here. Students tell me today was just flat out eerie walking the halls of their school. Their emotions are pretty much everywhere, as you can understand, from anger to sadness, even grief. They tell me that their safety and security needs need to be heard and change needs to be made. I want to show you this video we shot earlier this morning. This is on the school building. There's one that uh, graffiti that shows this school isn't safe, and there's another that says we don't want to die. Those thoughts are real for students. That's why hundreds of them, their parents and people in the community, gathered for today's walkout, and they are not happy. And it's very clear. In fact, there are some words that they used during this walkout that we can't even uh, say on television. They're pretty much angry. And as we've been reporting, the district removed school resource officers in the summer of 2020. That's a decision made by the Santa Rosa City School Board. But the police department wants to bring those uh, resource officers back. However, students tell me they don't want those officers. They want trained supervision, someone not an officer who is trained to handle altercations and know how to deal with de-escalating situations when they happen around campus. It's so important because everyone is mourning, and that's a terrible, terrible thing. But we also need to show the district and the board that we are not okay with this, and we will not let these things happen. This happens, like, way too many times, and it has to be stopped. And this walkout uh, got underway around 11.15. That is the exact time that the stabbing happened on last Wednesday right here inside the schools. These students who are gathered out here, they'll tell me they will not be silent until there is change. I'll send it back to you. Yeah, we'll see if that's enough to actually make some change. All right, Justin, thank you so much. Well, some community organizers are calling on the state attorney general to take up charges against a former San Francisco police officer that shot and killed an unarmed black man. Protesters held a rally outside the attorney general's office in San Francisco. They want Rob Bonta to prosecute Chris Samayoa, who killed Keita O'Neill after an alleged carjacking in 2017. The district attorney moved to dismiss the case last week. Bonta has until tomorrow to decide if his office will take it over. It's harder to open a dismissed case, but if you already have a case that's alive and moving, all you got to do is take it. And it definitely would be protected under Rob Bonta because there will be no limitations or statute of limitation of it being dismissed. If that case does move forward, it will likely be the first time an SFPD officer will be prosecuted for an on-duty killing.
we're getting a better idea of where a woman was killed by a falling tree while hiking near Cupertino. It happened yesterday at Rancho San Antonio Park. The woman was hiking with her son and a group of Boy Scouts and their parents. They were about three and a half miles into the park when the tree fell at around 10 a.m. Firefighters from Santa Clara County tried life-saving measures but were unsuccessful. The victim was from San Jose, but her name has not been released. BHE reports more than 8,000 customers now without power in the Tahoe area. Unfortunately, there's no exact estimate time that it will be restored. Crews now dealing with deep, heavy snow, fallen trees and roadblock and blocked down trees. Uh, counties in the uh, Sierra and the foothills have issued warnings to residents to not even touch down power lines as they can be dangerous to handle. Cal Fire also warning people to keep snow off propane tanks, gas lines and buildings just in case. Oh, it's been such a challenge mm. for the folks who live in the Sierra these past few weeks, which is storm after storm and now power outages. It's just relentless. And there's more coming. Because oh. the system that's still bringing us rain, our showers are on again, off again, but it just continuously keeps snowing in the Sierra. You can kind of see our showers over here. We're going to look at that in one second. But as soon as this hits the Sierra, it just kind of keeps putting down more snow on top of what they've already gotten. But here at home, there's an organized line of heavier rain moving across the North Bay right now, stretching from Marin, just about to come into the city, and then out across San Pablo Bay. That's got some moderate rain in it. We're not looking at lightning strikes from that yet. But be, just be aware in the North Bay, the rain's going to pick up in intensity. And that's an example, really, of what the next three days is going to be like. On again, off again showers. It's going to be more time over the next three days when you're not getting rained on than when you are. You're going to see plenty of blue sky for the next three days. But every once in a while, one of these little cells is going to come through and drop a brief little downpour. We're going to get a break on Thursday from this. And then we're going to look ahead to the bigger storm coming on Friday. And I'll have that coming up in the complete forecast in just a bit, guys. Back to you. All right, Darren. Thanks so much. Now to some sad news out of upstate New York. A 33-year-old woman died and nine other people were injured after being trampled at a concert in Rochester. Rochester police say police att or people attending the concert thought they heard gunshots, so the crowd surged toward the exits, creating a stampede. Two of the nine people injured are in critical condition. Police say there's no evidence of any actual gunfire. Now these are photos showing how packed that venue was before the stampede, two Memphis rappers, Finesse Two Times and Grammy-nominated Glorilla, had just finished performing when the stampede happened. When you go to a concert, you do not expect to be trampled. Your loved ones expect you to be able to come home and talk about the experience that you had at that get great concert. And what I saw last night in the aftermath of what happened at this concert breaks my heart, and it is totally unacceptable. Rochester's mayor said the city will look into whether the venue had the required safety measures in place. Well, the FBI offering a reward for the return of four American citizens who were kidnapped in Mexico on Friday. Video posted to Twitter appears to show the moment they were taken. We want to warn you, some of these images are upsetting. This is a Matamoros, a border town just a few minutes from Brownsville, Texas. The FBI says. The four Americans entered Mexico driving a white minivan with North Carolina license plates shortly after crossing the border. Gunmen opened fire on the van. All four Americans were taken from the scene by the attackers and their conditions, well, they're not known.